Gracious Heavenly Father, we praise you for this new day and we thank you for renewing our faith today. For those who wait on you, you promise to give them the strength to soar like an eagle. Now as we wait for you, strength, strengthen us so that we can soar above the cloud of uncertainty and anxieties toward your glory. In the most worthy name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Let's read 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 10 to 17. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 10 to 17. You, however, know all about my teaching, my way of life, my purpose, faith, patience, love, endurance, persecution, suffering. What kind of things happened to me in Antioch, Iconium, Lystra, the persecutions I endured. Yet the Lord rescued me from all of them. In fact, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted, while evildoers and impostors will go from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have become convinced of because you know those from whom you learned, and how from infancy you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is a God-breathed, and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, training in righteousness, so that servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. After warning Timothy about false teachers and their misbehaviors, Paul called Timothy to continue in what he has learned and has become convinced of. Today's passage starts with the emphatic you, however. You, however. You know, it actually, this emphatic, this, uh, this emphatic calling reveals Paul's endearing love for Timothy. Now, it means that while, while false teachers misbehave, misbehave and mislead others, you, Timothy, my son, servant of Christ, continue your faith journey with God with a concentration and conviction. In this passage, Paul gives Timothy two reasons to follow God. First, Timothy knew the truth of God from those who uh, faithfully followed God, such as uh, Paul and his mother and grandmother. And also Timothy knew the truth of God from Scripture. So today we will focus on Paul's example, and then tomorrow we will look at the Scripture. Now, there are three things, I might say three challenges that stand out for me from Paul's being an example to Timothy. First of all, having a great role model is an incredible and indispensable blessing. Yes, today the main thing is about being a role model. Learning about God without role model is almost impossible and actually so dangerous in many ways. Have you learned something uh, without a role model? You know how unnecessarily painful and sometimes wasteful your experience was. Proverbs 13.20 says, He that walks with a wise man 
shall be wise. He that walks with a wise man shall be wise. Having a role model definitely makes your life better. But a companion of a fool shall be destroyed. In other words, not having a role model can be a detrimental. As much as a lack of a role model is a dangerous, wrong role models, companion of a fool, are destructive to others. This truth about role model is more evident in Christian life than anywhere else. I actually have a concerns for those Christians who are learning, learning the Bible without role models. When I read biographies and testimonies of great Christians, I always find somebody or some people that inspire them. Now, many of us feel that we are not qualified to be role models, such as we, we feel that I'm not a pastor. But you know, and then we, so we humbly decline to be a role model for others. Well, today, I must tell you the truth clearly. We are all role models to others, whether we like it or not. We are already role modeling for others because we influence each other. Parents and older siblings know this better. Haven't you seen your children or younger siblings behave like you in certain situations? Yeah, we see our mirror reflection, mirror image and reflection in, in people around us. So there are two kinds of, only two kinds of role models, good ones and bad ones. And we are Christian role models to other, others, others, other Christians and others, whether we like it or not. I must tell you that we can be an encouragement or discouragement to others. That's the first challenge. Second, second challenge, Christian role model has a no specific venue. It has no limit. Paul said, verse 10, You know all about my teaching, my way of a life, my purpose, faith, patience, love, endurance, persecution, and suffering. Being a role model means being an open book about your life. Your entire life becomes a role modeling illustration. So role modeling cannot be artificial. When we try to control and limit our role modeling to certain times and certain areas of life, guess what we become? Instead of being a role model, we become hypocrites. Role modeling is authentic and transparent as our life is. It does not leave any area of our life off. Often, the most critical role, model hap role modeling happens when we are not aware of it. Third and final challenge about role modeling in this passage is this. There's one crucial role modeling or role modeling area that you and I must do for others. That's a sacrifice and suffering. A key word in this passage is a persecution. Verse 11, persecution appeared twice. And verse 12, Paul said a key statement today. Everyone who wants to live godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Persecution or sacrifice and suffering is a DNA of all Christian, all faithful Christians. Give me one faithful Christian who has an experience suffering and sacrifice. 
or even persecution. Once again, by persecution, I don't mean just a governmental anti-religious opposition, but suffering and sacrifice caused by faith and its commitment. We, you shouldn't expect when you live a godly life in Christ, people around you will compliment you and applaud you all the time. Maybe your house church people and faithful people of God will, but definitely those whose heart are not surrendered to Christ will find you strange and excessive. What's the good about being persecuted and suffering and sacrificing? You know, paradoxically, the persecution and suffering reveals the purpose and significance of our life. There is saying, it's so true, only, only what is worth dying for is worth living for. What is worth dying for is worth living for. Rabbi Zacharias, in his book, Can Man Live Without God? Right, uh, he, he rightly said this, quote, I'm absolutely convinced meaninglessness does not come from being a weary of a pain. Meaninglessness comes from being, being, being weary of a pleasure. And that's why we find ourselves emptied of a meaning with a, our pantry still full. Isn't that true? Meaninglessness does not come from pain, actually. It comes from pleasure. Actually, the flesh, worldly, self-gratifying pleasure is ultimately boring and empty and exasperating because God made us in His image. The true joy, true energy comes when our image, the divine image, is fulfilled. And more than ever, when we get closer to God through suffering and sacrifice, we see the suffering Christ for us. So Paul is telling Timothy and all of us, don't be surprised with the suffering, sacrifice, and persecution. That's what, that's what Christ Jesus showed us, and that's what you know, my life is about, and hopefully that's what your life is about. We follow a suffering servant of God, sacrificial savior of the world. Through our suffering, people around us will know we really mean what we claim. Through our sacrifice, our role modeling will be undeniable and even effective. Parents, mark my words. When children see you sacrifice and suffer for Christ, they will know the significance and the worthiness of our faith in Jesus. May God bless the children of a forest, all the BIPs of a forest, to see our sacrifice in Christ. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, thank you for reminding us about being a role models to others. Though we don't feel confident about ourselves, one thing we can deny is that you love us and we want to love you back. Though we are inconsistent role models to our children and others, we want others to know that we are holding on to you. That's what we want others to know through us. We are weak, but you are strong. When we hold on to you, we become strong and faithful. 
You are worthy to hold on to with everything we got. Help us to hold on to you and your grace and mercy, no matter what price we have to pay, so others will know that you pay the dearest price, the highest price, the greatest price for you and me. Oh, Heavenly Father, we want to really follow Christ, especially in this pandemic. Help us to follow you with a conviction and concentration. In the name of Jesus, who role model for us in his suffering, we pray. Amen.